Praise the Lord. I believe you can do better than that. Praise the Lord. Come on, let's give him praise. Just give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's give. Can we stand up? Can we stand up? Can we stand up and lift up our hands to him this moment? He deserves our praise. Come on, let's do that. Just lift up your hands and give him praise. Father, we bless you. We give you glory this moment. We'll thank you for who you are. Thank you for your favor. Thank you for your hands of victory. Go ahead. Go ahead and give him praise. Go ahead and bless him. Go ahead and give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we give a praise. Well, thank you, Spirit of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm so excited being here. You can have your seat. Praise the Lord. I'm so excited being here this morning. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this afternoon. Praise God. And um, I want to appreciate uh, Pastor D and Bishop Verna for the opportunity to be here this morning. What did I say this morning? This afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Amen. I, uh, they have been, uh, you know, I've, I've been blessed by the ministry here. And um, I want to appreciate every one of you for your prayers. And, and uh, I want to thank God for the leadership of this great assembly. Amen. Without wasting of our time, I uh, would like us to go into the scripture. Hallelujah. I'll, I'll be speaking on what I call... Uh, the walking of the Spirit. The walking of the Spirit. Can we say it together? The walking of the Spirit. One more time. Say it as if you mean it. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> the walking of the Spirit. The walking of the Spirit. Now, you know, if you are writing, I, um, I would like you to, you know, Write this thing down. The walking of the Spirit is God's responsibility. The walking of the Spirit is God's responsibility. And walking in the Spirit is my responsibility. I will take it one more time. And, you know, I would like you to, you know, if you're taking note, this will be good for you. You know, in order to be a healthy Christian, one of the the things a believer should be able to do at all time in the local church is to take a note. You, you know, because you, 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 you can't get everything in your mind within one hour. It's not possible. It's not possible. So if you want to be productive as a believer, uh, the first thing you have to do is to get your Bible, get your notepad, and get a pen. You know, because the, the, the church is, is a school of the spirit. Yeah. Hallelujah. So, so we're talking about the walking of the spirit. Uh, am I permitted to come down? The walking of the spirit. So I say that um, the, it is God's responsibility. The walking of the spirit is God's responsibility. But walking in the spirit is man's responsibility. So we're going to look at God's responsibility and also your own responsibility. Now the reason why you should be able to walk in the spirit is because nothing changes 
nothing. Nothing changed until you begin to walk in the spirit. Things are controlled in the spirit. Things are controlled in the spirit. So uh, a believer should would do himself a good uh, job, help, when you know how to walk in the spirit. So let's look at the scripture. The book of Genesis chapter 1, the beginning of the Bible, we see uh, God. I'm not going to take your time, but I just, you know, going to give you this. So, in the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, the Bible said, In the beginning, God created. Now, I want to look at what God created the first time. Heaven. Do you see that? So, that will tell you that God put priority in things of the spirit. God put priority in things of the spirit. So, the Bible says, and God created the heaven and the earth. So, that, that will tell you that um, in order to take charge of the earth, the first thing first is the heaven. And when the Bible uses the word heaven here, it's talking about the supernatural activities. It's talking about supernatural activities. And if you look at the next thing the Bible said in verse 2, let's look at verse 2. The Bible said, and the earth was without form. The word without form means with confusions, chaos. Look at it. He said, the Bible says, and the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. So uh, the Bible said, the earth, not the heaven. I want you to look at that. The earth, not the heaven. Because the heaven is supernatural, the heaven is spiritual. Heaven is the activities of God, the, the ability of God functioned there. But the Bible said the earth was without form and void. And darkness, do you see that? Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Bible says the spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. So that means irrespective of the chaotic situation of the earth, the Holy Spirit is still moving. The reason is that it takes the spirit, it takes the spirit to put other in darkness. It, it takes the spirit, because if you look at the next verse, the Bible says, and God said, let there be, come and talk to me. And God said what? And there was light. So, it is God's activity, those, the, the, the things of the spirit, the walking of the spirit, is God's activity. Now, I want to let you know this. In verse 2, go back to verse 2. I want to show you this quickly before we move. Verse 2 said, The earth was without form. The word, the earth, there actually is a descriptive of people. It's people. It's people. The darkness talks about people. Talks about the heart of man. Talks about the confusion that is... In, in the life of me. Go to uh, 
Isaiah chapter 60, verse 2. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 2. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 2. So the Bible says, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, gross darkness the people. Do you see that? Gross darkness the people. So in the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, uh, when the Bible said that the earth was without formed and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep, it was describing the nature of man. Darkness, confusion, trouble, sickness, depression, disappointment, whatever you can name them. So I don't know where you are right now. But the only solution to that is the work of the Spirit. The work of the Spirit. Now let, let's look at, go, go back to the book of uh, Hebrew. Let's look at Hebrew chapter 11. The book of Hebrew chapter 11. Hebrew chapter 11 verse 2. What can start from verse 1? Hebrew chapter 11 from verse 1. The Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Evidence of things not seen. Faith is talking about the spiritual reality of God. Faith is God himself. Because the Bible says he is the author and finisher of our faith. So, so faith is God. Is God. And when we talk about God, we're talking about the spirit. Is it? Okay. So the Bible says that, the, the, look at verse 2, please. Can you go to verse 2? For by it, the elders obtain a good report. Verse 3. Verse 3. Verse 3. Through faith, we understand that what? The words. And I want to look at the word, the words. Plural. Not the earth. The words. So the word he's talking about there is the life of man. The life of man. He wasn't talking about the earth. We only have one earth. But the Bible said, for the word, look at it. It says, through faith, we understand that the words were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. That means you can't fight battle in the physical in order to restructure your life in order to restructure your your family your destiny or whatever is the situation you can't restructure that physically no you can't you can only restructure that by the spirit you can only so the bible says there look at that it says so that the things which are seen, the things which are seen, we are not made of things which do appear. I'll repeat it one more time. The things which are seen. Now, you are seeing victory in the life of men, in the, in the life of brothers and sisters. Those victories did not come by what you see. 
No. 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 The victim did not come by what you see. They, they came from what you do not see. So he's talking about the supernatural activity of God. So the Bible says, through faith we understood. Remember the Bible says uh, uh, in verse 1, it says that, can you go back to verse 1, sir? Oh, sister, sorry. He said, now faith is the substance of things hoped. Things hoped. This is spiritual reality. Hope. Hope. That means in order to function at this realm of God, you have to see things from God's perspective. So that's the reason why you have to walk in the spirit. So it is God's responsibility when it comes to the walking of the spirit. Walking of the spirit. It is your responsibility, my responsibility to walk in the spirit. God never fell his responsibility. He will never fail. The walking of the spirit is forever. Even while you are sleeping. Come on, if somebody gets what I'm saying, even while you are sleeping, the power of God is flowing. The Bible says, God, God will serve, never sleep or slumber. So the working of the Spirit is 24-7. But a believer ought to know how to walk in, in the Spirit. So it's my victory. Someone said, my victory. Can we say together, my victory? It's in the spirit. I'm not hearing my victory. Say it as if you mean my victory. It's in the spirit. One more time, say, my victory. It's in the spirit. So I, I, I don't know where you are right now or what is going on in your life right now. There is victory in this house. I say, in this house. Victory over the devil, victory over sickness, victory over depression, victory over demonic manipulation, victory over everything. That is the work of the Spirit. That's the work of the Spirit. So go back to verse 3, please. So the Bible said, through faith, we understand that. The, I really wanted to get this. It's very important because the first time I read this scripture years back, my thought was the word like the earth. But I, I started studying. I discovered that the word is plural, not singular. That means the Bible is describing the activities or what has happened in the life of the heroes of faith, how they were able to navigate issues of life. So now, I want you to go back to verse 27. Verse 27. Hebrews 11, 27. 
So the Bible says, by faith, someone says supernatural, is it? Faith is supernatural. You can't see it, but you can act on it. Okay, so by faith, he do what? Can we read together? By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do you see that? The reason why he was able to overcome pharaohs and every demon in Egypt is because there's something he was seeing. Look at it. The Bible says, seeing him who is invisible. He was seeing something invisible. And what is that invisibility there? The ability of God. The walking. The walking of God. The walking of God. Don't allow the devil to tell you that God is not able. No, 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 no. That is a lie from the pit of hell. Our God is more than able. Come on, I say our God is more than able. Our God can do all things at all times, at every moment. The Bible says, look at it. The Bible says he endure. Now look at the first thing, not fearing. The reason why we live our life in fear is because you're not walking in the spirit. You can't walk in the spirit and be afraid. It's not possible. It's not possible. So the Bible says he was not afraid. That means he was not fearful. But there's something he saw. Now ask your neighbor, what are you seeing? Look at somebody and say, what are you seeing? What are you seeing? Because in order to walk in the spirit, you have to see beyond the natural. You have to. You have to. So the Bible says, for he endure as seeing him who is now. He wasn't the only one that have this encounter. Can you go back to verse 13? Let's look at. So the activity of God. Oh, verse 13, thank you. Now I want to look at the, the Bible. Says, this all died in the faith. Not having received the promise. Now, but what? Having seen. Now. Now, I want you to notice this. All the activity of the Spirit in the Old Testament, the move of the Spirit, the, the, the Moses parting the Red Sea, uh, the, the wall of Jericho crumbling down, and all the supernatural activity that happened, happened because this guy saw something. There's something they saw. And what did they saw? The activity of the spirit. The activity of the spirit. The activity of the spirit. They saw it. So the Bible said that, having seen them, what? Afar off. And what happened? What's the next statement there? We're persuaded. So that means your faith becomes strong based on what you see. Your faith become what? Based on what? Can we say it one more time? My faith 
come strong based on what I'm seeing. One more time. My faith becomes strong based on what I'm seeing. So most of us spend time listening to what is happening, you know, watching televisions and define your life based on the news. Define your, your, I mean, who loves you and who does not love you based on how much like you get in Facebook. You know, uh, you know, you know, the Bible says there's something this guy saw. That, and what they saw, they were persuaded. They were. Hallelujah. They were persuaded of them and what? They didn't just persuade it. They what? <laughs> Do you see that? They, they do what? They embrace it. They embrace it. And what happened? And it affects their confession. Their confession was affected based on what they see that they embrace. So they saw the supernatural. They saw the activity of God. They saw the activity of God. Now, I want you to write this thing down. Man was created to function in the supernatural. Man was what? To function in the supernatural. Can we say one more time? Man. Oh, do it this way. I, um, I was created. So personalize it. I was created to function in the supernatural. One more time. So that means supernatural is supposed to be your reality every day. Supposed to be what? Your reality every day. So that means if there's anything that is confronting that supernatural ability of God, you can say, no, devil, you can't have your way here. Because you have an understanding that you are created. Now look at your Bible. Let's do a little study this morning. And I told you I'm, I'm not going to waste your time. Really, I'm not. So, now look at Genesis chapter 28, verse, we're going to read from verse uh, 12. It actually has to do with Jacob. Um, he was running away from his brother. You know the story. And he got to a place. Genesis chapter 28, verse 12. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the, and the top of it reached to, the, to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. Go ahead, the next verse. Okay, verse 14. Okay, now look at where I'm going. Look at verse 16, sir. Uh, 16. And Jacob awoke out of his sleep. 
And he said, surely the Lord is where? Someone say in this place. And I do what? Now, that you are ignorant about the activities of God does not mean that the power of God is not real. That you are ignorant about it doesn't mean it's not working. So you do yourself a very, you do yourself a help to do what to know. So, but look at, I want, I want us to look at the next verse. Uh, and he was afraid uh, and said, how what? Dreadful. The word dreadful there means awesome. That's the word, the word dreadful means there is this place. He said, this is none other but what? And this is what? The, the house of God, the gate. I have one more time. The house of God, the gate of heaven. Now, now, can we change that heaven to the gate of the supernatural? Now, that means the house of God. Who is the house of God here? We are. So that means there is, there is 24 7 of the activity of the supernatural. That's 24 7. You know, I remember years back, my wife was. Uh, uh, coming back from, from the northern part of the country in Nigeria, and um, the bus she was in was, uh, um, was on fire. So people were running away from, I mean, kind of throwing their things away and was running away from the, uh, to get out of the bus. So my wife looked through the window, and she saw this man out, outside of the window of the bus. And the man said, throw your throw yourself, I'm going to catch you. So my wife kind of threw herself from the window. And this man get hold of my wife and my wife get up and look. The man disappeared. Supernatural is real. It's real. So man was created to function. In the supernatural. It is our nature. It is our nature. Now, why did it happen? We believe God. That he can do anything at any moment. So the force in order to walk in the spirit. Now we have established that God. The activity of the spirit is God's responsibility, but walking in the spirit is your responsibility. In order to walk in the spirit, the first step that you have to take is that you must know that you are created to function in the spirit. You must know. Now look at your Bible. Oh, in the book of First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1, Apostle Paul wrote to the church, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1. So, moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be what? Ignorant. So, you shouldn't be ignorant. How that all, all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. So, he was telling them that what happened to our father was supernatural. They passed through the cloud. It was supernatural. So, I do not want you to be ignorant. Now look at the next uh, chapter 12, verse 1. 
First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. So you must, the first stop in order to walk in the spirit. Now, walk in the spirit. Here we are talking about is walking in the power and the authority that God has given to the believer. You must know that uh, you have what it takes. So, so now, concern spiritual gift, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. So you must have an understanding. Okay, now, the purpose of the, one of the purpose of the Holy Spirit in you is to know that those free stuff God has given to us. Now, look at your Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. He said, now, we have received not the spirit of the word, but the spirit which is of God. That we might know. Do you see that? So that means it's that we might know the things, plural, the things that are freely given to us. So they have free stuff. Someone say free stuff. I'm not here to say free stuff. That it is free doesn't mean that you can walk in it. So in order to walk in those free stuff, the first thing, like I said, is that you must know. You, you must come to a place in your walk with God that you have an accurate understanding about the ability of God in you. You, you must know that. You must come to a point in your walk with God that devil will not mess up with your mind. You, you, you must come to a point in your walk with God that nothing else matters. That what matters is the ability of God, the power of God, the grace of God in you. You must come to a point. You must. Now, it doesn't come by wishful thinking. It comes by responsibility. Responsibility to stop in the world, giving yourself to the word of God. Yes, they are free stuff, but it cannot work until you know that you have it. You can't spend money that you don't know you have. You can't. You can't. You only spend money that you know you have. Someone say, I have victory. Talk to me, say, I have victory. You know, also one of the problems we have is that we think that victory is a strategy. No, it's not. No. Victory is a person. Victory is what? A person. And who is that? So you don't need 21 step to be victorious. What you need is to know what you have. Someone said to know what I have. Now, now, why should you, if you're writing, this is actually the best place to write again. Why should you know what you have? The reason why you should know what you have is that your faith cannot be effective if you don't know what you have. I'll say one more time. Your faith, someone said my faith, will not be effective if I don't know what I have. Now, the problem is not the faith. No, the problem is not the faith. The faith is so powerful. The faith is God himself. The faith has the ability to do all things. But if you don't know what you have, you will be weak in the faith. 
Nobody have weak faith. Nobody have weak faith. But you can be weak in the faith. Because if you say you have weak faith, that means God is weak. He's not. But somebody can be weak in. Look at your Bible, and I'm going to show you this quickly. Go to the book of Romans quickly. Romans chapter uh, 14, verse 1. Romans chapter 14, verse 1. Now, the Bible says, Him that is weak, do you see that? Weak where? In the faith. So somebody can be weak in the faith because of your knowledge. Because you lack the knowledge of what you have. I don't know about you, but this is my daily uh, habit. Anytime I wake up from the sleep, I say, thank God I have victory. Amen. Every day. So I am not moved by things around me. Things around me does not define my mood. I define my mood. I determine how joyful I am. Not what is happening around me. So when you don't have the knowledge of God or the knowledge of the ability of God or the activity of the spirit in you as a believer, you'll be weak in the faith. Now look at the book of Philemon and I'll give you two scriptures and we'll close this afternoon. Look at Philemon chapter 1. Somebody corrected me, said Philemon, so... You know, that told, I told, did I tell you guys the story here? Um, I went somewhere to preach. You know, the guy asked me, do you speak English? I said, what do you think I'm speaking? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, what do you think I'm speaking now? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> okay. So, Philemon chapter, or Philemon, which one? Which one do you take? Anyone? Okay. Philemon. Let's see. Philemon. Okay. Chapter 1, verse 6. Now, the Bible said that the communication of their faith may become. Do you see that? So that means there's a tendency that my faith may not be effectual. The word effectual means effective or productive or active or powerful. Now, that means there's a tendency that my faith will not be. So now, the problem is not from the ability of the faith. The problem is my concept or my perception about what I have. So the Bible said, by what? By the acknowledging. Now, the word acknowledging means recognize. No. It's by acknowledging of Every good thing which is in you. You know, one of the lies the devil tells you is that there's no good thing in you. But look at what the Bible says. It says, every good thing, do you see that? Which is in you in Christ. So because you are in Christ Jesus, that's a good thing. Come on, I don't think you hear. I said, that's a good thing. Because you are in Christ Jesus, that's what? That's a good thing? It doesn't matter what the devil is telling you. That's a good thing. Now, but you have to recognize that. You have to acknowledge it. If you don't acknowledge it, you can't walk in it. You can't. You can't walk in it. Some of us have responsibility. 
Say so one more time, have responsibility to walk in the spirit. Say so one more time, have responsibility to walk in the spirit. Now let, let me give a definition of walking in the spirit quickly here. Walking in the spirit means walking in line with God's way of reasoning. Now that means the spirit of, of the Lord is in you. And you are walking based on what he said. That's walking in the spirit. Now, I told you I will give you two, two verses and uh, I will close. Joshua chapter 6. Verse 1 and 2. Now, the Bible says, that, I want to look at this. Jericho was strictly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. Verse 2. And the Lord said unto Joshua, <laughs> do you see that? Do you see the word see? I have what? Given into their hand Jericho. And the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. Now, my question here is that Joshua and his army were outside of Jericho at this time. They were not in. They were outside. So why did God say, I've given you? It's already done. But God was calling his attention to see it. Now, if Joshua did not see it from God's perspective, He's not going to win the battle. The reason why some of us are stuck in that challenge is because you are seeing the challenge. You are seeing the sickness. You are seeing the confusion. You are seeing the depression. You are seeing the trouble. Now you got to look at what God is saying. I have given you the victory. I have given you the victory over sickness, over trouble, over challenge of life. God has given us the victory. You have to see it. You have. Now listen to this. Listen to this. If you don't see the way God sees, the next step to overcome that challenge will not be given to you. Do you know why? The reason is that you're going to be preoccupied with negativism that you are seeing. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. If, you, if you read the next verse, look at verse 3. Look at verse 3. Now, because he began to see from God's perspective, God began to give him the next step to take. He said, you shall compass the city. Do you see that? Come on, do you see what the Bible said there? So that means, now let's assume in, let's look at it this way. Let's assume in that Joshua was looking at the gate, it's sure that there are mighty men in the camp. There are, there are, there are devils, there are, there are powers. In, because God, did, God recognized that in Jericho, there were mighty men. God, God said, God recognized that. Now, it is a fact that you may have that challenges. But that, that is not the truth. No, God is the truth. That means irrespective of that, there is a way out. 
But you cannot get yourself out of that trouble if your focus is only on the trouble. So the Bible said, God began to give Joshua instruction. So that means when God says see, you know, the word see, now pay attention to this. The word see here is not seen with your physical eyes. No. The word see here means understand what I have said. That's what it means. That's, that, that is a Hebrew word that means uh, a knowledge you get from reading or understanding the mind of God. So, so the word seen there is not seen with your physical eyes. No. Now it was telling Joshua the word before now that was a word God spoke to Moses. He said Moses every nation that hears about you are going to be trembled. Anytime they hear about you. So when God says see God was bringing his attention to the prophecy that have gone before now. So seeing is not only your physical eyes. No. No. It's an understanding in your spirit. Because physically, he was seeing the gate shut. He was seeing the hopeless close. But God says, see, what God was bringing to his attention that you need to have an understanding of what I have spoken. Let me show you that quickly. Let me show you this quickly. Quickly, please. You know, do I have a few minutes here? Okay. Okay, now look, look at your Bible. Look, let's, let's see this in quickly because it's very, very important. Some, ask somebody, what are you seeing? Oh, no, come on. Say it as if you mean it. One more time. One more time. One more time. What are you seeing? Hallelujah. Because your victory determines on what you are seeing. Now, right now, you may be, right now, physically, that may be sickness, but I'm not seeing sickness. I'm seeing my body healed. Come on, I'm seeing my body healed. In the name of Jesus, I'm seeing my marriage healed. In the name of Jesus, I'm seeing myself coming out of trouble. In the name, that's what I'm seeing. What are you seeing? What are you seeing? What are you seeing? Stop complaining and see the victory of Christ. See the victory of Christ. See the victory of Thomas. I'm seeing the victory of Christ. Come on, I'm seeing the victory. It's happening in my life. It's happening in my marriage. It's happening in my family. I'm seeing the victory. What are you seeing? Because if you keep on seeing that confusions and trouble, you won't be able to pray. You won't. You won't be able to love the Lord. You occupy your mind with things. No, no, no. That is, that is the plan of the devil to cripple your faith. But that devil is a liar, church. That it's a liar. I see victory. 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 Take your eyes from your trouble. The Bible said when Peter began to look outside of Jesus, 
he began to sink. But when he was looking at Jesus, he was walking on the water. Take your eyes from that challenge of life. Our God is our able. Our God is victorious. Our God is walking. That supernatural move of the spirit. This is the principles of the spirit. This spiritual principle that work for everyone. Walk in the spirit. It is God's responsibility when it comes when it comes to the activity of the spirit. But it is my responsibility to walk in it. Now let's look at it this way. Let us zoom in at Joshua said. God, I don't get what you're talking about. The gate is locked. I mean, these guys are strong. And you are telling me that you have given. God, come on, wake up, God. Oh, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you know but, but he did not. Now, I told you that when the Bible says, see, it wasn't talking about, now, listen to me, please, listen to me, because I, I know some of you, when you leave now, and you get to your house, and, you see, you see those bills and those trouble. And the devil will tell you, what that guy is saying is not true. Now listen to me. That means you got me wrong. Because when I say see, I wasn't telling you to go home and look at your bills. I want you to look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. You know, if... Your B want to get your attention and say, no, Jesus, Jesus. So when the Bible said, listen to this, when the Bible says, see, I told you what it means is that um, seeing things from what God has spoken, Amen. not through your imagination. Now pay attention here because there's a difference between positive thinking and faith thinking. If someone gets what I'm saying, there's a difference between what? Positive thinking and faith thinking. Now, faith thinking rely on the ability of the spirit. But positive thinking rely on your able to think right. Because faith thinking, sometimes it does not make sense. But Positive thinking is logical. Come on, somebody gets what I'm saying. So, so I'm not talking about positive thinking. I'm talking about faith thinking. Because you may, right now, as we are, as I'm, we are here now, in your spirit, maybe what you need to do is just wake up and dance and the sickness will go. It doesn't make sense in the eyes of men. 
Come on, it's not like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so you know, you know, when you get home and, and God said, just, you know, dance around and everything will be taken care of. And your logic, logic thinking say, are you crazy? Now you need to tell the devil if <laughs> it takes craziness to serve God, you know. You know, you know, you know when, when Elijah asked the, the Naaman to go and dip himself, it doesn't make sense. Now, listen to this. Supernatural does not make sense. But it makes faith sense. Okay, so let's look at this. So I said, the word see, oh, just give me, you know, 10 minutes, I'll be done, okay? Look at Deuteronomy chapter 2. Faith Oh, sorry. When the Bible says "see," what it means is that what it means is that you you need to see things from what God has spoken. Get get me right. I want you to get it. Don't just say that this guy wants us to be seen. No, I'm not talking about power of imagination. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Priest, I want to get it right here. When the Bible says see, it, it means that God has spoken something before now. And I want you to live your life, face this army based on what I have spoken. Okay? So look at your Bible. De- Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 25. Listen to this. This was a prophecy God gave Moses and Joshua was with Moses. When this prophecy was given. Deuteronomy 2.25. Now, he said, this day, will I begin to put what? The dread of thee and the fear of thee upon what? Do you see the plural? Nations. Jericho inclusive. Amorite inclusive. He said that our under the whole heaven. Who shall hear report of thee shall do what? And be in anguish because of thee. Now, let's go back to Joshua chapter 2 and see what happened to them when they heard about Israel. Go to your Bible. Joshua chapter 2. Joshua chapter 2. Joshua chapter 2. Verse, um, verse 11. Now, you know, let's start from verse 9, praise. Verse 9, Joshua chapter 2, verse 9. And she said, you know who he's talking here, Rahab. And she said unto the man, I knew that the, that the Lord had given you the land. How did she knew? Listen to this. The war has not begun. The war has not begun, but she knew that something is happening. Come on, church. That was the reason why she was among the heroes of faith in New Testament. Because she sees things from God's perspective. She sees things from God's perspective. Now, what did she say? She said, and that your what? Your terror. Do you see that? Remember, Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 25 said that anyone that hears about you will be what? Will be fearful. They will be afraid. So they said, the terror is falling upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. Now, who was she talking to? Who sent the spy? 
Now, do you think that they will not tell Joshua what she said? So based on that, I will show you it is there in the Bible. Based on that information, God says, see. So when I say see, I'm not talking about seeing with your imagination. No. The scripture. The word. The word. Because there's a lot of things around you that will tell you, come on, you are not making sense. Lift up your Bible and say, the Bible makes all sense. The Bible makes all sense. The Bible makes all sense. So, so now, so you must. Someone say, I must. Say, I must. See things from God's perspective. I'm not here to say, I must. See things from God's perspective. So, when the Bible says, see, that's what it's talking about. Not positive thinking. No, no. No. That is demonizing. Because positive thinking actually is, makes you rely on your own self. But faith thinking makes us to rely on the ability and activity of the spirit. Now look at Joshua chapter 8. So Joshua get into another battle. And the Lord said the same thing. He said, see. Joshua chapter 8, verse 1. Someone said, I'm walking in my victory. Come on. You need, to, you need to starve your doubt and feed your faith. Someone said, I will starve my doubt and feed my faith. You need to learn how to doubt your doubt. Yeah, you need to learn how to doubt your doubt, you know. You know, the devil is bringing all kind of doubt. Oh, you're not going to make it, you laugh. <laughs> I doubt what you are saying, devil. <laughs> learn how to doubt your doubt. You know, somebody said that, uh, well, there is, um, there is light at the where? At the end of the tunnel. I said, no, I am the light walking through the tunnel. No, I'm not waiting. I am, I am the light. Because the Bible says, even though you walk through the valley of shadow of death, he said, fear no evil, for the Lord is with me. So I am walking through the tunnel with the light. I'm not waiting at the end of the tunnel. No, the light lives in me. Come on, I said, the light lives in me. Come on, say the light lives in me. Say the light lives in me. Say the light lives in me. Hallelujah. The light lives in me. So look at Joshua chapter 8 verse 1. He said, and the Lord said unto Joshua, fear not, neither be that dismayed. Take all the people of war with thee. And arise, go up to, sound like artificial intelligence. <laughs> Even at future intelligence, we're going to defeat them. So, he so, <laughs> said, Go up to I, see. Do you see the word see again? Now, I, I, want, I want you to, if, if you take time to read the book of Joshua, you will never see a place outside of what God spoke to Moses about what he's going to do to the nations. So when God, the only time God spoke to him was 
uh, when Moses passed the authority to him, he said, as I was with Moses. So that means every prophecy that was working for Moses worked for you. So, I get to, so, so when he says, see, what's bringing his attention, go back to the book. Go back to the book. Go back to the book. You know, the problem we have when we come to faith is that we think that because we say it, and as often we say it, it will happen. Now, that, that, there's a problem with that. Because if you are saying it, and what you are saying is not rooted in the blood of Christ, it won't happen. It will not happen. And that's why people get discouraged when they pray that nothing is happening. But I have a good news for you today. I'm seeing victory. Can we stand up this afternoon? Can we stand up? Everyone, let's stand up. I'm seeing victory. Someone say, I'm seeing victory. Lift up your hands and say, I'm seeing victory right now. In the name of Jesus. I'm seeing victory right now. Uh, right now, right now, right now, right now. I'm seeing victory. I'm seeing victory. I'm walking in victory right now. So begin to declare I'm walking in victory right now. I'm not just seeing it. I am walking in it. I'm walking in divine healing. I'm walking in divine help. I'm walking in divine provision. I'm walking in divine freedom. I am walking in it right now. Right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Go ahead and pray right now. Go ahead and lift up your voice. And let the devil know that you are not going to allow him to mess up with your mind. I walk in victory. I walk in victory. I walk in favor. I walk in dominion. I walk in healings. In the name of Jesus. I walk in divine ability. In the name of Jesus. Come on, go ahead. Go ahead in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now listen to me this before I hand over this microphone. Listen to this. Listen to this. Uh, you know, I've, I feel my spirit to say it one more time. When the Bible says, see, we're not talking about seeing with your eyes. Because when they were about crossing the Red Sea, Moses cried unto the Lord and said, What are we going to do? And God said, Move forward. To where? <laughs> because behind them were Egyptians. And in their front was the Red Sea. But God said, Move forward. what gave Moses confidence because the first time God appeared to him God told him I am the God of your fathers so he built his life from that revelation God of our father I'm telling you today when I say see what did the scripture say anytime your mind want to tell you you're not going to you're not going to overcome these addictions or, or trouble. 
He said, no, that's not what the Bible said. That's what the Bible said. My, when my, sec, my first daughter was born, and my wife had have have labor for three days. And um, this happened in Nigeria. And, and the baby was coming out with leg, one leg. And um, we don't have money to go for serious operation. So we're praying. I said, God, you need to do something. So finally, my baby came out. And the doctor said that my, my baby will not be normal. I said, that is, that is what you are saying. That is not what God said. He said, my baby will not be normal. Truly, to be honest with you, when I pick my baby and I put her on my shoulder, her head just kind of throw, you know, like an abnormal, and saliva was coming out from her mouth. Do you know what I did? For six weeks, every day, every minute, if I'm walking on the road, I say, God, no, you are better than this, God. You are better than this. I speak over my child. I speak healing over her mind. She's intelligent. She's brilliant. I did that for six good weeks without stopping. Do you know what? She's the brightest child anybody will ever have. She sings. She plays. She finished high school last year and she have A's. What God cannot do does not exist. So, listen to me, brethren, I don't be so emotional here right now. I want us to face it real. You're going to lift up your hands and you're going to confront your fear. You're going to say, today, according to the word of God, I walk in victory. Let's do that. Just lift up your hands. Come on, let's lift up our hands. I don't know, I don't know what you are afraid of, what right now right now come on speak to those things right now Hallelujah. just speak to those things right now right now right now come on come on speak right now in the name of jesus speak right now your voice your voice is your authority in the spirit your voice is your authority in the spirit Hanaponosha, <laughs> 